This episode is made possible by PwC. Risk exists here, there, and everywhere. Whether it's governance, risk management and compliance, cybersecurity, or financial crime prevention, our risk products can help locate and address risks. At PwC, it adds up to the new equation. Learn more at riskproducts.pwc.com. This is the Washington Nationals Minute Cast. Oh, and welcome into this edition of the Washington Nationals Minutecast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. So when you're using your podcatcher of choice, make sure and hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you will know when the new podcasts are available. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. I'm also the host of Locked On Capitals, and in this episode, we are talking about, you guessed it, Juan Soto, and what is the future with Juan Soto on this Nationals team. Now, there's many schools of thought out there. You know, one of them is we have to keep Juan Soto on this team. The flip side of that coin is, what good is Juan Soto on a team like this that seems to be going nowhere? We'll talk about that in the show But just to get going here, the latest on Juan Soto, uh, even Scott Boris Soto's representative offered talking points that conflicted. Soto was unlikely to sign an extension until the Nationals were sold. Soto would like to know where his team's owner is before entrusting his career to the new overlord. Trading Soto would not be an easy sell to any new owner, let alone the fans around D.C., I can only say historically anyone who trades Juan Soto has to say to himself, how do I find a replacement for Juan Soto, Boris said, and if that replacement comes in four pods rather than one, and those pods are at different levels of the game, I wouldn't want to be the one who is the advocate, who has to explain the comparability to that. And you know what I'm saying with that is that Scott Boris is playing hardball. He's looking out for his client like he always does. Um, you know, but in that with this situation, what he's saying is that if even if you trade Juan Soto and you get four p- uh, players for them, none of them are going to be the equivalent of Juan Soto, and that's true. And uh, you know, my biggest argument for keeping Juan Soto on this team is that the Nationals decided to go into this rebuild. If you remember last year, they traded Scherzer, they traded uh, Trey Turner, amongst a bunch of other players. And um, basically because Scherzer's contract was expiring and Trey Turner, they didn't feel that they could pay him, uh, you know, what he thought he was going to get paid in his next contract. And subsequently, there has been a huge vacuum on this Nationals team. Last time I checked, they had the worst record in Major League Baseball. So suffice it to say, this rebuild did not go according to script. Um, So do you want to add more fuel to that fire? Do you want to make things worse by subtracting your biggest name on your player. And if you, in fact, are planning on selling this team, do you want to sell and trade away the biggest chip on your team, Juan Soto, the face of this Nationals franchise? I mean, that's going to be a tough buy. That's going to be a tough sell for the Nationals, the learners, to try to sell this team. 
uh, to a, a potential suitor without Juan Soto because what's the identity of the Nationals without Juan Soto on this team? Um, it is a, diff- a difficult thing to ask because I think it would be an extremely difficult process knowing the person who received Juan is going to get the immediate benefit of a player who is a historically great and in his prime. So that is one side of the argument, um, like we've talked about, is that, you know, Juan Soto brings a lot of, um, you know, intangibles to this team. Obviously, he won the home run derby, so he's got that power in his bat. People like to go out and see Juan Soto play baseball. And, you know, the biggest problem that I have with trading Juan Soto is this is just coming years after Uh, Bryce Harper, you know, that was another one that kind of left, I think, Nationals fans devastated was the departure of uh, Bryce Harper on this team. And, um, you know, Bryce Harper was a big attitude, kind of arrogant at times, so maybe a a little bit of an easier pill to swallow, uh, parting with Bryce Harper. Um, I think that Juan Soto um, is a better player. He's a better home run player. Um, And he's a young man. He's got a great upside to him. And, uh, you know, that's the difficult question. Is he worth it alone? Can Juan Soto save this team? And, um, you know, the, the argument to it is, is that if you trade Juan Soto, the haul that you could get, um, just a massive amount of players that you could get to come to this team, is it worth keeping Soto on this team just to have that, uh, that jewel uh, on your team, that star on your team? Um, If you take a look at this, the counter, of course, can be found in the American League West. The Angels employ Mike Trout and Otani and reside 14 games under 500. Two players cannot create a contender, let alone one by himself. Soto cannot get Washington to the postseason. He can't even get them to flirt with a winning record. By trading Soto, the Nationals could recoup a bounty that might balance its 40-man roster and quicken its journey to respectability. The team could also unload unwanted millions left on pitcher Patron Corbin's contract, who is lighter than Steven Strasburg's, and unlike Strasburg, does not include a no-trade clause. And uh, that is the flip side of the argument there is that, um, you know, you can take a look at the Angels. They went out there and they thought to themselves, we have to keep Mike Trout on this team. He's our identity. But take a look at the Angels. Like they said there, 14 games under 500. Take a look at the Nationals right now. Cellar dwellers, the worst they've played in a long time, if not ever. Uh, is it worth it to to keep Juan Soto on this team? How many years is this team going to toil? Are they going to wander through the wilderness looking for their identity? Um and if you take a look at Rizzo and what he's doing, it doesn't seem like he has a clear plan of getting this team out of the muck that they're in right now. And, um, you know, I don't know if, you know, this whole rebuild was his idea, whose idea it is, but um, it is a tough situation for the Nationals to be in. Out of some combination of curiosity and mild heat stroke, I asked Boris if he could emphasize with a conundrum facing the Nationals. I'm not sure I empathize, Boris said. I'm just saying, lucky you, lucky you, that you get to make that kind of decision. You think it's difficult, but for me, I would want to be the owner who can control over one of the greatest players in history. I think I would always want that. I don't know any negative to it. And uh, it's a tough situation for Mike Rizzo. It's a tough situation for the learners. Uh, they've uh, submitted you know, a couple different order um, offers to Um, Juan Soto and he hasn't accepted because I mean if you take a look at the figures of his contracts and how much he's been offered it seems a lot on paper and it is a lot but you're doing a comparable with the other major league players in baseball 
And, uh, you know, that salary is split out over 15 years. That is a long time. And, you know, like they were talking about in that article, is Juan Soto going to want to tie his star to a team where, honestly, he doesn't know who the ownership is going to be for one and what direction is this team going to into? Because ultimately, you know, when you take a look at a team uh, and a player, a player doesn't necessarily care, um, you know, exclusively about money. They want to play on a team that has a chance of winning and, uh, you know, it's a tough question for Juan Soto, and I would be asking myself that question as well. Do I want to sign a 15-year deal with a Nationals team that doesn't necessarily seem too invested in their future? There are some rays of sunshine. There are some rays of hope in the form of Josiah Gray of, and Kiebert Ruiz. You know, down the pipeline, you have Cade Cavalli. There are some players that, you know, ostensibly will be great players on this team at some point. But as of right now, it's tough. You know, this, if we could have had Juan Soto say his contract was up, you know, a few years ago when this team was on top of their game and on top of the world, you know, this is a team that won the world series in 2019 and my, how they have fallen. Um, I think it would have been a, a difference, but you know, we have the rights, the nationals have the rights to Juan Soto for some time here. So, you know, the ball is really in the nationals court. And uh, I think, you know, like I've talked about, I don't think, I don't think the Nationals are going to want to try to trade away Juan Soto when they know it's going to be a tough sell um, for someone that wants to buy this team. I mean, if I was buying that team, I'd like I'd want to buy that that team because I know Juan Soto is on there. Otherwise, how are you going to sell that team? You want to buy this team that's in last place in, in Major League Baseball? You know, that's that's not an easy sell to make. And uh, I think that kind of puts the Nationals in a tough spot here. All right, so after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about the problems that surround the new Juan Soto contract. Should the Nationals, in fact, sign Juan Soto, or should they try to get a massive haul? What is Mike Rizzo's plan for the future? We'll talk about that next. Vroom is the better way to buy and sell used cars. Looking for your next ride? Go to Vroom.com now to shop thousands of cars right from your phone. Not only can you buy a car on Vroom.com, but you can also sell or trade in your old car, too. When you buy a car on Vroom, they'll deliver it straight to you. If you sell your car to Vroom, they'll come pick it up, free of charge. No more driving around, getting appraisals you aren't sure are fair. No more dealing with flaky direct buyers. Not with Vroom. Sell or trade in your car with Vroom and try out your new ride for a full week to make sure it's right for you. Go to Vroom.com now to get an instant offer on your used car. Don't wait. Vroom, it's the better way to buy and sell used cars. So head over to Vroom.com now to see what your current ride is worth and check out thousands of cars to find your next one. That's Vroom.com. Vroom.com. Hello and welcome back to this edition of the Washington Nationals Minutecast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. Um, so just talking about like the haul that uh, the Washington Nationals could get for a Juan Soto. If you take a look at the haul that they got for Scherzer and they got for Trey Turner, we're talking Kbert Ruiz. We're talking about Josiah Gray plus some other players. Every time Kbert Ruiz guns down an opposing base dealer as he did Sunday to Miami's John Birdie, who's leading the majors in steals or picks off an opposing runner off first when Bell's assistance, it's a glimpse into the possibility of winning future. Josiah Gray looks every fifth day 
uh, more and more like someone who could be a top half of the rotation guy. Lane Thomas, acquired by St. Louis for John Lester, has been a, a constant in left or center. Reliever Mason Thompson, who came from San Diego for Hudson, was quite shaky last, but you know, if you take a look at Kbert Ruiz, you take a look at Josiah Gray, that is a glimpse of the future. When you take a look, and this is the flip side, you know, I don't, I'm not saying I have the answer here, but I'm just kind of giving you the arguments that are out there. Um, how would this team be? Because they weren't going to be able to keep Max Scherzer. They weren't going to be able to keep Trey Turner. How would this team have been if they would have just let those players walk? I mean, now they have one a really great up-and-coming catcher in the form of Kevin Ruiz and a great, I think, future ace on this Nationals team in the form of Josiah Gray. So I think that, you know, it's something that they need to weigh out. According to ESPN's Buster Only, the Padres are viewed as the most motivated team on the trade market by rival executives, making them a strong threat to pursue and land Soto. And, you know, that's an interesting position because, you know, the Padres, you know, they have ups and downs and they're not what I would consider a perennial winning team would um, would uh, Juan Soto, in fact, want to go to the Padres? I know they have Tatis and they have, you know, it's an up and coming team there as well. I don't know. I think that, you know, if he, I think that he would be better off on the Nationals if Rizzo was invested in making some big moves to solidify this team. I know he wants to get younger, but we're seeing the problems with having all these young players that don't really know how to put any uh, wins together. So, uh, soon enough, rival executives will ascertain whether Rizzo, who did not return a message for this article, prefers shortstop Sage, excuse me, C.J. Abrams and or pitcher Mackenzie Gore, who might be best at trade ship the Padres are willing to offer. And uh, I'm not too familiar with both of those players, but they are some top prospects. I would like to think that, uh, you know, for someone like Juan Soto, you're going to get more than just two players in a deal like that. If, you, if you're a fan of hockey, look at that Kachuk deal in the hall that the Flames got for him. So, you know, just swinging that back to baseball, Juan Soto should definitely uh, create quite a haul. Or would Rizzo rather comb through the voluminous uh, wave of position player prospects that Cardinals could offer from Nolan Gorman to Jordan Walker to Dylan Carlson? And, uh, you know, again, three players, still not a lot, um, voluminous wave of position players, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of vague, you know, and then the three players that they have listed, are they going to be the fit? Are they going to equal Juan Soto taking on Soto Soto's remaining salary would not wreck a payroll. He is making 17.1 million this year and is arbitration eligible. He could see salary jumps from the range of 23 to 24 million next year and close to 30 million in 2024 before uh, he reaches free agency. So that's what I'm talking about is the nationals are not in a hurry to make a deal to get Juan Soto. They have his rights. So, I mean, we are, um, you know, not too far away, August 2nd, the trade deadline. I think that they need to stand pat. I don't think they need to make any hasty decisions here. Olno also noted that there is a growing feeling within MLB that Soto getting dealt before August 2nd trade deadline is a real possibility since his value will only decrease as the salary goes up and he gets closer to free agency. And it seems like, of course, there's a lot of teams that are vying for Juan Soto. Of course, they would want him on his team. Um, he is a really great player, but like I say, I think that the, the Nationals need to kind of stand pat. They don't need to make... Um, any um, hasty decisions here. The New York Yankees, surprise, surprise, are also 
uh, going after Juan Soto if they are not deep enough. The New York Yankees are reportedly exploring the possibility of trading for Washington national star Juan Soto. According to Jack Curry of the Yes Network, the American League East team reached out to express interest in a potential trade. The move put the ball in Washington's court as it decides what would be an acceptable trade package for a 23 year old under team control for the through 2024. Um, and then I heard uh, that uh, the, the Yankees are not necessarily interested in giving up uh, what the Nationals are looking for. Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic reported last Saturday that the Nationals were willing to listen to trade proposals because of Soto rejected a 15-year, excuse me, $440 million contract. Again, take $440 million divided by 15. It's a lot of money for me and you. But if you take a look at the rate, if you take a look at what like a Mike Trout is making out there, um, it's not that much. And especially if you, um, you know, spread that out, how much is that going to be 15 years from now? Um, I, I, it just doesn't make sense for the Soto, cap, uh, Soto camp. I think that they need to, to, the Nationals need to hand over the checkbook to Juan Soto and have him fill it out for how much ever he thinks, um, you know, it's going to take for him to stay here. If the Soto talks play out similar. Similarly, then, what will matter most in these negotiations is who Rizzo wants to augment the Nationals organization. The message that uh, um, other clubs have gotten from Washington is that the team wants major league-ready players, young players on cheap contracts who are already in big leagues or close to making their debuts. And that's what I'm talking about. If Now, you got to play this out and humor me here. If the Nationals, in fact, go out and train Juan Soto, I don't want some player that's, you know, a single A or double A. I want a player, a young player with, um, you know, a great upside, a great trajectory that's ready for prime time. Uh, we don't need to, to mess around with a guy that's going to be good, you know, four or five years from now. Four or five years from now, there's not going to be a fan base left in Washington. Um, if we are, in fact, going to trade Juan Soto, then we need to get some players that are ready for prime time right now. Soto's plate discipline separates him from the best hitters of his era. In most eras so far in his career, he has more walks, 452, than strikeouts, 406. And with a career-adjusted OPS of 160, better than most all-time greats, Henry Aaron's career-adjusted OPS was 159, and Stan Musell's was 159. And, um, you know, that's what I'm talking about here. I think that the Nationals need to be all in on this movement. They have got to find a way to keep him on this team if it's not doable. You know, if it just seems like they're at an impasse and it's not going to happen and that's that's a possibility out there. Let's just say, you know, Scott Boris is he plays hardball. And I, I mean, ultimately, I think with Scott Boris, there is not a figure out there right now that he would accept to. I mean, unless it was just, you know, totally outrageous. Um, and he's going to ride this out to the last minute for his client, of course. But it's, it's going to be tough for Washington Nationals fans here. But that's what I'm talking about. If, in fact, they are going to move on. Uh, from Juan Soto, it better be for one heck of a haul. All right, after the break here, we're going to continue to talk about Juan Soto, and also we're going to talk about what other players are out there, what other players concern us. Uh, Josh Bell comes to mind, another powerhouse. Where would this team be without Josh Bell? Let's talk about that next. Vroom is the better way to buy and sell used cars. Looking for your next ride? Go to Vroom.com now to shop thousands of cars right from your phone. Not only can you buy a car on Vroom.com, but you can also sell or trade in your old car too. 
When you buy a car on Vroom, they'll deliver it straight to you. If you sell your car to Vroom, they'll come pick it up, free of charge. No more driving around, getting appraisals you aren't sure are fair. No more dealing with flaky direct buyers. Not with Vroom. Sell or trade in your car with Vroom and try out your new ride for a full week to make sure it's right for you. Go to Vroom.com now to get an instant offer on your used car. Don't wait. Vroom, it's the better way to buy and sell used cars. So head over to Vroom.com now to see what your current ride is worth and check out thousands of cars to find your next one. That's Vroom.com. Vroom.com. To welcome back to this edition of the Washington Nationals MinuteCast, I'm so glad you decided to join me today. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. Um, so just kind of in this final segment here, talking about the things, you know, I'm, to s- summarize this episode, you know, there are two sides of the coin. And I can see both sides of the coin is we want to keep Juan Soto around if they plan on selling the team because he adds value to the team, of course. Um, you want to keep Juan Soto on this team because he is that franchise player. He's the Alex Ovechkin, if you will. There's a lot of players, or excuse me, a lot of fans that will come to games just to see Juan Soto swing a bat. Because let's face it, this Nationals team on the field right now is not that great, right? So, I mean, there's something to be said about having Juan Soto just as name recognition. The flip side of that coin is if it doesn't seem like there's a possibility, if it just seems like the Nationals and Juan Soto are at an impasse, then they need to trade, but they need to get a haul for them. And uh, like they said in that article earlier there, they need them to be player ready, team ready. We don't need futures. We don't need guys that are good four or five years from now. We need guys that are going to come in and help this team win some games because as of right now, it's a tough spot that the Nationals are in. And it's a tough spot in another regard. Josh Bell, great power. You know, one of the the, the um, shining lights on this team this year um, you know, to be honest, it, we knew it was going to be rough after Scherzer and Trey Turner and all the players that left last year, but I don't think we knew it was going to be this bad. And I think to a certain extent, you need to hang on to those players um, that is gonna, that are going to help mentor uh, some of these younger players. And Josh Bell comes to mind. Bell is ranking this season fifth in the major league and on base percentage, uh, .398. Uh, 16, excuse me, 6th in hits, 90, 10th in average, 0.317 and 12th in OPS. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's what I'm talking about. As bad as things are for this Nationals team, could you imagine? So say August 2nd comes and the worst case scenario happens for a Nationals fan, for me anyway, a worst case scenario, is that you get rid of uh, Juan Soto and you get rid of Josh Bell. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to come out here and say it. it's going to be tough to be a Nationals fan going forward. Um, who are you going to go to the game to see? Are you going there to see, you know, some future player? I'm like, oh, great, that guy was playing in the AAA or AA, you know, two weeks ago. Is that going to sell tickets? I think that it's going to cause this team to tailspin out of control. And um, I would, you know, worst case scenario, I could see them selling the team and moving them. Um, as it stands right now, if you can keep Juan Soto on there, if you can keep some shining light on this team, maybe they'll keep him in D.C., you know. Um, but I think that, you know, if you mess with things too much and you, you know, totally lose this team's identity, then I think it could be, you know, even worse for this organization than I thought. I don't think that, like I said, when I think back to last summer and when they got rid of uh, Trey Turner and they got rid of Max Scherzer and they're like, well, it's going to be rough here for a while. 
I, I don't think anyone thought it was going to go this rough. It is quite despicable, this team on the field right now. And I, there's no aspirations for this Nationals team to go to do contend this year. But you know, I mean, how many years out is this going to happen? Are, are they going to be out of contention for how many years? That's the worrisome part to me, really, is how many years is this team going to uh, wander through the wilderness? All right, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of the Washington Nationals MinuteCast. Let's hope for bigger and better things from this Nationals team as they're kind of going through turmoil. They're going through a tough, are they going to keep Juan Soto? Are they not going to keep Juan Soto? Are they going to keep Josh Bell? Are they not going to keep Josh Bell? So many questions that remain to be answered and not a lot of time to answer them. August 2nd is the trade deadline and what looms ahead for this Nationals team. I'll keep you covered. And uh, so if you want to be in the know when it comes to the Washington Nationals on your podcatcher of choice, hit that follow or subscribe button on the Washington Nationals Minute Cast, and I will keep you guys in the know. All right, once again, thank you for joining me, and have a great day.